Why is there pedophiles at Subway? everybody to the Geekscape Games podcast. This is level 49. It's our anniversary. Yes, that's right. This is technically our one year anniversary episode of the Geekscape Games podcast. Not 52, not 50, 49. We like to do things weird around here. So we're gonna have a special little, we're gonna get close. We're, uh, we're gonna uh, get emotional. We're gonna, we're gonna really uh, go over our favorite moments of the last year. I think, uh, I think just to interrupt you for a second. My favorite moment was episode 48. Um, yes, as of uh, this recording, uh, 48 is is not up. Um, um, uh, Josh, you want to tell us why 48 is not up? It's a special pay-per-view edition. Yes, Josh. <laughs> um, some technical crap that I don't understand. Yes, I, it's, absolutely. It, it's not up because we should have been recording in Audacity as a backup. Uh, yes. But Shane didn't want to. I wanted. I had too much faith in our new recording platform. Um, but I don't think it, but wouldn't, would it, it's not important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's, that's right. Let's um, get, let's get to the important stuff. Destiny. Um, the important, yeah. Uh, Destiny, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm just kidding. Let's not talk about that ever again. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, what's, um, <laughs> it's been a year. We've had some ups. We had some downs. Um, had some missing episodes. Some missing episodes. We episodes. had some amiibos. Um, oh, we took the good. We took the bad. Um, and there you the have fa- a fact life. Yeah, the facts of life. Um, it's it's been a, an interesting trip, boys. I I would um I went back and listened to episode one, and the I wonder how apps, different that that's a good idea. I should have done the same. I wonder how different it is. Um, it uh, uh it probably sounds did... more professional than we do right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it, you can definitely hear um how awkward uh we all sound. Uh, we're not sure of what to do. Well, I'm we still not sure what to do. We were all there for the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it always awkward the first time, though? Really? Isn't it all, it's usually quite fast the first time, too, and I don't think even our first time uh, was, it, was anything close to fast. It was like an eight-hour long legacy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like four we, hours of pre-show and then like we covered, an hour and a half of recording. Yeah, we the history and, of gaming. Yeah, Geekscape Games, constant sexual innuendo. Or players Blackfest. Yes. Oh, I I loved how you'll hear it once the episode goes up. But I have a couple more hours of editing to do. Um, but uh, when, when we talked about four players Blackfest, uh, our special, very special guest, uh, Kenny Craig. Uh, oh, was, Kenny was on last week. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was our special guest. He was quite confused and and worried as to what a Splatfest was all about. We had to explain it to him. It's about love. Which I, it's uh, it's about um a lot of people loving one person um very very well or hating the other people. <laughs> uh so yeah that was that was actually um uh, probably on my top 10 of the favorite most of Geekscape games is coming uh coming <laughs> coming on amiibos <laughs> <laughs> was when when um i remember it vividly i was going um i was looking at the box art for the uh splatoon bundle and it said on the side of the um the nintendo wii u that uh get ready for the four player splatfest or get ready for the splatfest and i couldn't believe that that was like the official marketing term that they went with and <laughs> lo and behold they they it it stuck because splatfests are sticky 
and it it stuck and they they well and now it's like an official like yeah. game mode like once every few weeks or whatever yeah so mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. it's it's a the splatfish is nintendo approved they got the nintendo seal of approval still no white ink though and you, that's probably th- intentional yeah as you say that's is that an intentional thing yeah, there did you, there was oh, somebody yeah. made a YouTube no, video yeah. where they had like modded the game though to add in white ink because it's that important. Apparently, Juan, do you think the game needs white ink? Uh, I don't. I know people want that, especially um, if you can play as Callie and Marie. Yeah, I just don't want to be in a situation where uh, I, I, where a parent says like, "Oh, can I get the Splatoon bundle for my daughter, or my son?" and she takes it home and. They plug in the game and then, you know, 20 minutes when they're online, you know, they just see what they see. <laughs> and and uh, uh, you could just imagine, uh, you know, the those watchdog groups would have a field day. You know, I mean, <laughs> Splat- Splatoon as it is right now, there's when it came out, remember all that stuff like, oh, my God, it's making references to to hentai and like the girls like they're not even like. Like twelve, or but look at the shorts. Like they were like trying to look at the shorts. No, no, I'm dead serious. I I didn't even hear. I didn't hear any of this. No, 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 no. It's it's like like it's it's like it was Juan's internal dialogue. Yeah, that too. But it's it's they're trying to sexualize the game in a way that's like it's just they're they're putting it where it's not there. It's it's it doesn't exist. They were trying really hard to find like things that Nintendo was secretly trying to do with these characters and if you add in that white ink it's just gonna pretty much <laughs> open the floodgates if That's you will about opening the floodgates i'm bleeding profusely from the neck now for some reason <laughs> i'm not a doctor <laughs> but i think that's bad <laughs> what the fuck uh Vance, this, is Shane, this is also shane's last uh episode of the gcape <laughs> games podcast kenny craig is becoming a permanent host as of next week yeah this is kenny sabotaging what the hell see i, see, I trimmed yeah. my beard today so i think i it just popped ingrown hair. Oh. But you oh, trimmed your neck beard? Well, being, yeah. Well, being crippled is still one step above being dead, <laughs> I guess. Uh, but in the meantime, I am looking at um, Splatoon Rule 34. So, You think they're saving the white ink for the Bukaki bundle? Oh, the Bukaki bundle! <laughs> I can imagine um, like some big DLC pack. It's like Splatoon's version of the Taken King, but... There's some some kids like I wonder whether Bukaki bundle can allow single player. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm still bleeding. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any, hold on, this is this is becoming the, the and Shane the takes over another episode. <laughs> Hope he doesn't end up like the Chris Benoit tribute episode. <laughs> oh <laughs> God, <laughs> where we all regret it the next week. <laughs> no, but. But with all this talk about Splatoon and Bukake and everything, I feel like out of all of the... It's got me really emotional. <laughs> Why? <laughs> just, oh, uh, we've been talking about Bukakis for an entire year. And you know, just... <laughs> <laughs> just like, I... when are we going to when are we gonna have a Bukaki? Well, that's the thing, because we can't... If we're going to talk about our best moments and highlights of the last year, we can't sit here and talk about Bukaki without talking about how we may or may not have inspired the creation of the R coming on Amiibo subreddit. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so, um, in case you're a new listener, we had this, um, well, we, I, uh, mentioned <laughs> this subreddit called Coming on Figurines, and it was, um, it's exactly what you think it is, uh, people jizzing on their toys. 
and, and sharing we, it with the internet and sharing it with the internet. And, um, we made an off, off joke, um, many months ago about, um, people are going to start coming down their amiibos and, um, wouldn't you believe it or know it or, or both, uh, show you thereafter, <laughs> there was a, a subreddit called coming on amiibos. And, uh, let's see if, uh, um, let's see if there's a, no, nope, there's and still, Shane is OP. There's, there's still six posts and, um, uh, so it didn't new. take off, is what you're I'm, saying. It, it, took, it took off about as well as this podcast did. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All six people who listen to this show sit there. The six coolest people on the planet outside of us. <laughs> See, so I mean, that's just that's a sign, people. You got to get out there and show your passion for coming on your amiibo. I mean, there's so many now, and there's did, no excuse for there not to be more posts. <laughs> Did, um, are you I mean, aware you know of... it wasn't me because all of mine are in box. <laughs> <laughs> Easy cleanup. Uh, um, did are you guys aware of the uh, the amiibo censorship? Uh, of, specifically about uh, the Princess Peach and the Politana censorship. No, as I, it, as I try to wipe about? blood up with a fucking piece of paper. Is that so, what that is? Yeah, uh, I'm like seriously like dripping over here. Um, that's a bad descriptor. Um, Sopping. No, uh, apparently they had um, and the the original like releases or the, like the the press sculpts of Peach. They had um, uh, they had the panties sculpted, and then Nintendo of America was like, no, no, that's that's not gonna that's not gonna fly. Um, and then apparently like Politana's like dress came up too high on the sides. Uh, and she wasn't wearing underwear, so they made her put like they made the dress go- come down a little bit shorter and put underwear on. Uh, apparently, that's just what I was able to decipher from these Japanese blogs that I read the other day. Huh. No, I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah, I feel like you're weird. I feel like you read some weird blogs. And trust me, I tried my hardest to find what you're talking about. I, I never <laughs> saw it. Hold on, uh, censored peach amiibo on. Uh yeah, Princess Peach Amiibo censored. There we go. I think that's. I uh, think you know. I was thinking a lot today about like favorite <laughs> memories of the show in the past year, and I think that like like the thing I came up with was uh, every week when you guys talk about weird shit that I don't understand, <laughs> like this right now. It's not weird. This is this is a collective. And criminal should- girls. I was going to say criminal girls. I mean, <laughs> and and every other type of girl. It's self-explanatory. You just and waifus it. and husbandos and I like I didn't even know those terms before we started talking which, every week, and now I do. And I, I, I've I'm... never said them since and until now. <laughs> but I know what they, and I still don't really know what they are. But I know the word. I don't remember if I ever even told you this story, but when I wrote my. Uh, Bet, like the top 10 waifus list at the end of last year. Oh, I love that and article. I made, and I made a comment about Husbando and then I asked you to edit it and then I looked at it the next day and you edited Husbando to say husband. <laughs> and, really? then, yeah, and then I, and I called Megan over. I was like, look at this shit. You like, changed Husbando to husband. What the fuck is this? And, then I, I, would, and I would have just read it and been like, oh, there's a typo here. And like... <laughs> <laughs> and then I defiantly typed my O very, like, very firmly. In a You're like, I'm adding that shit back. <laughs> <laughs> I can see. What is this shit? Look at this shit. 
stupid fucking Canadian. Usually, usually they're adding the superfluous O's everywhere else, like in favorite and color. But no, they're taking mine out. <laughs> that would be adding a U. Kind of oh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a um, a good run. It's uh... hey, we're still running. No, was, oh yeah, yeah. This <laughs> you're, like, you're sounding like this is like, like a final episode, our, like our goodbye. This is our epitaph. <laughs> and it's Shane's goodbye if he keeps bleeding. <laughs> it's it's kind of it's stopped. It's, just nope, rip it's the paper towel and it's just a, stick it on the spots. Shane oh. O'Hare's the Black Knight of the the Geekscape Games podcast. It's a, only a flesh wound. <laughs> I'm actually the Arkham Knight. You mean Jason Todd? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, 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 hear, I hear a cat special cat episode the which, official which, unofficial mascot of the Geekscape Games podcast no that's all of the sticky amiibos I have downstairs oh okay uh, uh, he's no. just waiting to put another post on the subreddit <laughs> that uh, that whole um, that wasn't really like a like a, a public debacle but it was a internal debacle where we spoiled the end of Arkham Knight and our, For me. our great fearless leader um uh hounded us for weeks for weeks <laughs> wasn't i like wasn't i like guys i don't think we should be talking about this and you're like fuck you we're talking about this <laughs> i'm pretty sure that yeah. happened yeah that was funny it's and like, i haven't played the game since because i'm like oh i already know who he is so <laughs> and it was he, bullshit and like you play that game for game the story store. fuck you, like you, like you I, I, I love anyway. story based games <laughs> like you've been so busy i doubt you would have played it anyway so we still oh, for did sure you, yeah. you won't have to worry about it no, it's, yeah, it's, sure. it's better to be spoiled by us amongst <laughs> friends than be spoiled by someone else. I mean, like, I'm probably never going to play that or The Witcher again because, like, Fallout 4 is coming out and other games. Metal Gear Solid 5, I probably will never play again, even though Metal Gear is, like, my f- favorite series. But Holy the storing shit. is boring as fuck in Metal Gear Solid 5. What I got to tell you is, like, pro tip, pro tip from uh, Geekscape Games is uh, when you're doing side missions... Just go and queue up those audio tapes and listen to the story. I know, but it's still boring compared to the old games. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, no, I really. mean, and that's normal. But, uh, but I mean, I just mean like, like the lack of like the cutscenes and the cinematography of every other Metal Gear game. Like that's what made those games. I mean, the gameplay was amazing, but but you know, the the Kojima produced cutscenes and the direction and and that it just took things to another entirely another level. And, and that was stuff that I loved in the prologue of metal gear solid five, but then completely disappeared basically. Um, and it's have you just, be- have you beaten the game? No, I've, I, I like, cause I didn't have, I was, uh, moving to Vancouver, did not have my PS4 here until like a few days ago. Um, well, so how far I, did I, you get like mission 12 or 13. Oh, okay. So you're, you're pretty good. There's like 50, isn't there? Is Is that including side missions or is that just story? No, that's the main missions. I did a ton of side stuff too. Did you get to the second area yet? No, I have not. Okay, so I'm in. I just got to the second area. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just feel like I feel like the gameplay has never been better, but the gameplay is only half of a metal gear game. Like, like literally it's only half because there's so many cutscenes typically. And <laughs> this time there is not, and it does, does not feel the same without all the cutscenes. and it's still great. And I'm still, I'm still really enjoying, you know, every aspect and every moment of it, but sitting and listening to those tapes or running in round doing a side mission and listening to those tapes does not have the same feel at all. And it feels like there's something missing. 
Um, yeah, I have to. Um, now, Juan and Josh, you haven't picked up the game yet, have you? No, I haven't. No. And any intentions to? Eventually, when it's cheaper so, and I have maybe, time. Maybe next year. You'll get the HD re-release. Re- yeah, <laughs> with all the DLC. Um, Did, oh, um, d- yeah. and I think with I all asked the microtransactions. I think yeah. I asked you guys this last week, but since Derek's like the big Metal Gear fan and he wasn't here last week, I have to ask again. Did you hear about how um, Kojima went on Twitter and he was saying it, there's no <laughs> Metal Gear 5, that it's Metal Gear V? Wait, what? What, really? <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's just being like, he's just fucking around with everybody now. But I don't know, it was just this really weird off comment. <laughs> Does and, <laughs> and it's everyone, not Metal Gear 2, it's Metal Gear 2. <laughs> it reminds me of this crackhead that used to come in to the GameStop I worked at like years ago and he would get into like it got to the point where he was almost trying to get into a shouting match with me because he would pick up copies of Final Fantasy X and he's like it's a shame that they never came out with Final Fantasy X man I was like what are you talking about that's Final Fantasy X he's like no man that's Final, Fantasy, Final X. Fantasy X that's why it came out with a sequel it's X and X2 it's different they just skip straight to 11 on the main series I'm like, no, dude, it's 10. <laughs> now that, I, like, like that being said, I did not realize until now that all of the other Metal Gear games were actual numerals, and just for five, they switched to Roman numerals. What the fuck is with that? Yeah, I don't know, but even in a lot of the advertisements and in the Japanese commercials, they say they verbalize the word five, so, I mean, I don't think there's any real merit to it. I think he's just being weird, as usual. Of course he's yeah. weird. <laughs> and <laughs> it's funny though, because this keeps popping up because I had the same arguments in elementary school when Mega Man X came out <laughs> and it was like, it's Mega Man 10. And I'm like, it's not Mega Man 10 because Mega Man 7 just came out. And they're like, what happened to eight and nine then? And they're like, no, because it's Roman numeral. It's 10, Mega Man 10. And I'm like, well, well whatever. It's, it's like an, an, a forever running argument in my life. That's, that's hilarious. Kojima's just exasperating it at this point well uh i mean like i brought up metal gear just because of uh spoilers um i was on youtube looking up uh some uh some guide vids some sick vids with guides if you're gonna and, say how uh, it ends i know already no i don't well, know do not spoil that shit for me <laughs> no don't no Ex- unless I, you're I, making a joke because it doesn't end because they cut that i will i will i will hop on a plane and come and like forcefully tickle your scrotum if you spoil it for me oh me yeah, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were thinking about hopping on a plane and coming here anyway. Oh yeah, I mean, well that'll happen. But like, I'll 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 do it just to tickle, <laughs> to forcefully tickle your scrotum, and then go back and then come back yeah. again. Yeah, um, but I it, I was watching a video and then on YouTube and then related. It's like it's like related videos, recommended videos. You may want to see this. There was a big thing like, boom, this character's scene from Metal Gear Solid Five, and I'm like, oh wow. That would have been fun to discover that that character was in the game organically instead of this giant fucking sidebar. <laughs> it's like yeah, let's don't talk about that because I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, I didn't know and it was a big secret. That that, I didn't know it was a big secret that the ape escape monkeys are back. <laughs> I uh, um uh you know to again stay off topic. I mean, have we ever really truly stayed on topic on Geekscape games? Um, only when we're talking about destiny yeah <laughs> and then we stay on topic for 45 way minutes way too long dude i'm i'm seriously i'm ready to pick up the taken king and, and get into that hard 
really Red Bull ready? <laughs> dude, I've got I got some Red Bull. I'm ready to level up. Do you um, see there's new microtransactions got, coming? I'm so hyped for those emotes. So no, there's like for those new emotes. the emotes were already available. Now there's like new shit coming. Yeah, and more emotes. No, Juan, oh, more tell, emotes. Tell, Juan, did you hear about this? You're you're the Destiny uh, uh, MLG pro on the the show. Thank you, Juan. Anyways, why don't they just make it free like Team Fortress and just sell emotes? They'll probably make way more money. Except, did you see that fucking Destiny outsold Metal Gear Solid Five for September? Uh oh. Yeah, which is surprising to me. That's crazy. Like that's a. I mean, it's yes, it's an expansion, but it's a year old game. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird to me because Destiny, when it first came out, like so many people were like so disappointed in it. And just over the last year, I think as the price went down and as more content was added and more of the complaints were fixed, people just started slowly coming on board. And now they have so many, um, so many like people who are completely dedicated to it. And I think part of it now too is that word of mouth is spreading where, you know, friends are buying it to be able to play with other friends. And it's just boosting the sales a lot farther than last year when. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the issues weren't ironed out yet. True. Yeah. And um, uh, it looks like Juan is back. Juan, are you back? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's just. Uh, and I guess I, I, I feel like I owe explanation to the six people who listen to the show. Um, <laughs> if they're not coming on their amiibo, that is. If, you know, they got to take a break sometime. You know, they got to refuel. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, um, you know, as you guys know, my wife is with child. You're married? And, yeah, yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> but you're straight. Uh, I know. <laughs> what a twist. Um, <laughs> but but uh, it's it's now that um, my wife, uh, you know, she she watches the dogs while I do the recording here in the, in the other room, so the dogs don't interrupt with the recording. Uh, but you know, as, uh, she's entering her third trimester, I think she starts, yeah, she's starting this week. And so she's getting a little bit more tired. Uh, of course the baby's getting, I think the baby's close to two pounds now. I I feel, I feel her kick and it's, it's starting to become like your your wife's kick. Well, her too. (laughs) Is Is this a trimester of courage? Yes. Yeah, so first it was power, then it was wisdom, and now it's courage just to get through this last uh, three. She'll be here three months from now. And that was so dumb, Josh. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah. so I, uh, so well, the reason I've been leaving early is because my wife gets to the point where she'll like say, "No, don't worry, you go record. I, I got the dogs." But I know that, and then all of a sudden she's like, "Juan, help!" Yeah, yeah. It's it gets like that. So. Uh, it's to the point now where she, she has to teach in the morning and uh, I don't want her to be up like past a certain time because it's going to affect her. So uh, I, I, you know, I, I miss recording the show a lot, but uh, duty calls and call, um, call of duty call. call of duty. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, but, but uh, Jimmy Titanfall. Oh, the, what? I, I haven't even played that game. No, it was yeah. uh, the next call of duty looks just like Titanfall. It was a joke about that. But uh, yeah. I just want to say for our anniversary, uh, the it's been probably the best thing on Geekscape that I've done. And 
I mean, we've already we've known each other from Comic Con, and I, I, I this like this past Comic Con was the best because it's the first time all four of us got to hang out. Yeah. Um, and uh, I will say the, the what I do like about this podcast and why I think people should listen to us um, is because the guys who are doing this show um, don't just we meet up to because we genuinely like each other. And, and tr- no, we, we do. And a lot of guys who do podcast shows, they just do it just to get the hits and the likes and whatnot. But if we didn't do this show, we would still find a way to hang out. Absolutely. I, I mean, that, that's the thing. So I, I hope that love um, finds a way. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it absolutely does. But I hope when people like when you guys listen to the show, like this is not a, a, a ploy. This is not a gimmick. Like we all genuinely do like each other. We've known each other for several years now. And after last Comic Con, um, it just kind of refueled that passion for the for for what we do. Because if it wasn't for Derek and Shane and Josh, like and you know our glorious leader, there would be no reason why I'd be doing this. Like, it's, it's crazy. Like, like I like just ne- now that you mention it, like we all have known each other for. <clears throat> I mean, J- Josh and Shane, you guys have been with the brand for even longer than I have. And I'm at almost like almost three and a half years now. And, uh, I, yeah, like I, like I talked to the Jonathan and the three of you, like more than I talk to friends that are, you know, like local, like, and I only get to actually physically see you guys a, a couple times, a, once a year, except for when I, when I managed to come down to Kamikaze. Um, but yeah, I still, you know, I talk to you guys and converse with you guys and, and uh, have more of a, almost more of a relationship with you guys than I do with the people I actually see in, in real life, which is crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll post something on Geekscape tomorrow that I've been working on uh, about the show. But um, before I go, just, uh, you know what? Uh, it's been really good. I'm looking forward to the next 50 when we hit number 100. Um, and by Hopefully that time, if they actually release. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll record them all they just won't go up one of these days we'll get a schedule down yeah but yeah. It, it's been great but uh I'll, I'll be back for sure next week and uh uh it's been a fantastic guys and um if you listen to the show tell your friends because we're the best damn show next to the mothership show but we're the best damn yeah, we we're the, we're the we best show, the show. Network. no no no, no. It, let's let's not even like get it twisted john um, John is gone. Um, so we are the he's best. Good. What do you mean he's I'm gone? Like, he uh, just released one. He he released an episode more recently than we have. Yeah, but it does. It doesn't count. I I edit. <laughs> I, hey 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 hey. Huh. I edited that episode too. <laughs> yeah, he he mentioned that actually, but ha- which I was like, seriously, he can fucking edit Jonathan's episode faster than he can ev- edit our own episode. Like, what a fucking guy! Probably because Jonathan has competent equipment. Um. Uh. Yeah. Hold on. So Juan, when you leave, don't shut your browser down and let the audio upload. Okay. Okay, hopefully you got that. Okay, yeah. Um but, and but I feel like that was uh that was really well said by Juan, especially the part as far as, you know, if the show wasn't around, we would still be doing this, which if the people out there don't believe us, just know that the proof is in the fact that we pretty much are just doing this on our own because yeah. of our our uh listenership. 
Yeah, Maybe I mean, I, I, I feel our listenership is not as bad. It's not actually six people. It's not as bad as we say it is. So potential sponsors, Derek at Geekscape.net. Yeah, oh, no, 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 Shannon Geekscape.net. Derek at Geekscape.net. Oh, but d- d- just just do us both. Um, <laughs> Don't do us both. Just one at the same time. <laughs> at the same time. Um, I'm single, so you can do me twice as much. How about that? Can we get this? can we get sponsored by flashlights? <laughs> you just want a free one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Are they the ones send them, the send them an email, man. Yeah, yeah, they they actually have those. They actually have those. How I know? We know I how you. We know how you know. We know how you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like a couple of things that I, I want to say that uh, two of my like favorite moments of the last year both revolve around alcohol uh <laughs> the, the, the drunk derek episode was which i don't abs- remember i don't i haven't listened to that one because i'm like i must have been such a fucking idiot i just remember talking about 9-11 <laughs> <laughs> and my, like like my my fiance was like that episode like she's like why can't you be more like that every episode or in real life like you're way more interesting <laughs> and i was like okay i'll just start drinking all the time i want to like, marry that man <laughs> not this boring piece of shit basically <laughs> drink up honey <laughs> i went to costco and i got a big bottle of vodka with your name on it <laughs> costco doesn't sell alcohol here they don't <laughs> not in my province no, they oh, sell wow. plenty of other poisons, though, like those chicken bakes. <laughs> Fucking Chicago mixed popcorn. What? Have you guys had that? No. Chicago popcorn? I don't it like sounds popcorn. absolutely disgusting, and the first time someone offered it to me, I'm like, nope, that's all right. But So but it's it, like popcorn. It's half caramel popcorn and half like cheddar popcorn. It sounds huh. awful, super delicious. We we had those things around Christmas time where the, the big tubs were the, the, the three kinds of popcorn. Like mixed, uh, not mixed together, but they're separated. So you're saying if I mix them together, it'll taste good. So good, so good. Anyways, your uh, favorite memories both revolve around alcohol. Yeah, yeah. The, of course, the uh, infamous uh, drunk Derek episode. But I think the the birth of the podcast because I wake up one morning after drinking, and uh, as you go, do, what? As you do, as as I do. And I, um, I, I check my email, and there's an email from from somebody. It was either Josh or, or Derek. It's like, so um, how um, so now that we're all on board with the podcast, uh, how should we start? And I was like, podcast? What podcast? <laughs> and I go on Facebook, and I'm like, did I agree to do a pod? Oh shit! <laughs> you know, I knew that. Yeah, I was I was completely hammered when we were talking about it on Facebook. Yeah, it so, was. It was funny too because I remember when Juan and I did a um, a podcast appearance together on the main show, and on our way back we were talking about how we should do a podcast. And then, like on a completely separate conversation, me and Derek were talking. We're like, we should totally do a podcast. And then I was like, me and Juan were talking about that. Let's get Juan in on it. And Juan's like, yeah, like let's just ask Shane. We can all do it together. And then apparently, you don't remember that. <laughs> and it's like, like, what did I sign up for? Fuck it, I'll just. A podcast, whatever. <laughs> Which is how I do ninety percent of my business. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, any other like glorious memories of the last year before we get into what we've been playing, boys? Um, I don't know. I think we just all discovered that 
some of us more than others like playing games where we tie up girls and spank them until they listen to us. Yeah, um... <laughs> tell us about that. <laughs> so, it's funny. So, like, over the last year, pretty much since we've started this podcast, I've kind of developed this reputation of being this giant, like, weeaboo weirdo who plays all these weird, like, Japanese... Danganronpa? Danganronpa, Neptunia, <laughs> criminal girl games where, and you know, it, a lot of it's genuine though, because I ended up liking a lot of those games a lot where I wouldn't have other, I wouldn't have ever played it otherwise. And it kind of reignited my enjoyment of Japanese RPGs in some cases, some more than others, because criminal girls in all honesty was a terrible game. I thought, <laughs> but, um, Shane was going to buy a Vita for that Josh. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but Shane, I know that Shane will enjoy it just for that one aspect of it. So if just for the criminal between, girls. Yeah, so if <laughs> the criminal every girls. aspect of it in between isn't that good, he'll still get everything that he wanted out of it. But I don't know. Like, like over the last year, I've just been playing the weirdest shit. So I mean, you have <laughs> these games where it's like little girls turn into like fucking giant boobed like goddesses playing games where you're this girl who lost her memories and is dating like a bunch of dudes and you have to figure out which ones like you have to figure out which ones are her real memories and all this stuff so they don't try to manipulate her into like sleeping with them or whatever oh um whoa 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 um what's this game called that was that amnesia game that i was talking oh. about and every time i bring it up they think whoever it is whether it's on this show or outside the show they think i'm talking about the survival horror game that's me yeah me but, too. I'm but like, yeah. I love that game. Oh, wait, no, I didn't. That's a different <laughs> game. <laughs> so, I mean, Speaking of Amnesia, though, their new game looks fucking amazing. Really? We, ta- we talked about it on the last week's oh, episode. I wouldn't know because it's not no, a... Nobody would know except the four of us. <laughs> no, but there's just so much weird, like, absurd shit that I've played over the last year and that I've been able to share with you guys to the point where it dominated our Comic-Con experience because Jonathan wouldn't stop running around screaming Danganronpa and, Danganronpa. Neptun- and Neptunia. Just to like, like, and he, it's super funny because he doesn't drink at all. And uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of like, I'm He's almost jealous enough. of him because because... You know, even obviously, like as you, you know, you have a couple drinks, you get more outgoing at my most outgoing ever, even being intoxicated, not even close to him. Yeah, like he's literally 100% sober running around the streets, like yelling at the top of his lungs, like Danganronpa to people he's never met. And I'm like, (laughs) I wish I could be more like that guy. I remember Um, when he was like exercising more. I remember when he hid behind bushes and then. Right when we walked by him with like a bunch of people we just met, he jumps out. It's like Danganronpa. <laughs> <laughs> I um yeah you know uh, Comic Con is is got a lot of memories, um a lot of a lot of brownouts. I still remember eating street subway with you, Derek. That was that. I don't. <laughs> I remember the next day when I missed meeting the Power Rangers because I was throwing up. <laughs> I still think that more. I still think back that and laugh. Like I get up, I'm like, "Ooh, feeling like gross." Take my vitamins, eat a Cliff Bar. I'm like, "Okay, all right." I'm clearing my street pass, and all of a sudden, I just hear blankets fly off, and then boom, slam. 
<laughs> I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. For like hours, like it was until like the early afternoon. I was like, and then that was the year we were so far away from the convention center too. It was a nightmare. <laughs> this year though, this year's this year was a great memory of like I woke up one morning. And I had like eight missed phone calls from Shane and like a bunch of missed messages. And he got you. Then the next, like, I was like, what do you like? Like then the messages were totally nondescript. Like it was like, call me, dude, call me, like, give me a call. And then like, like the next morning when you, fi- or the next afternoon when you woke up, I was like, dude, what was the problem last night? And you were like, we're lost or something. You couldn't find your way back. <laughs> Yeah, I was lost, and there was there was so many people downtown, and like I just didn't know where yeah, I was. Yeah, it's Comic Con, dude, and like, and I I just wanted to eat my sandwich. I just wanted to eat my sandwich. It was a and then there was too. like that night when Eric, like you had to sleep with Eric, luckily most of the time, but one night I did when Jonathan was gone, and he, <laughs> uh, it was the worst. I don't think I've ever slept worse in my life. <laughs> You'll well, see. He just kept trying to. He like just like Eric was talking was... in his sleep and moving every four seconds and like trying to snuggle me constantly and I was like not into it. <laughs> who was who was I sleeping with? Shane, right? Like yeah. when I wasn't on the floor that one night. Didn't yeah. Shane try to pee on you one time? <laughs> yes. Speaking of and oh god, how did I forget no, that? I didn't try to pee on and you specifically. <laughs> I, I actually forgot it entirely as well, but Jonathan brought it up the other day. So <laughs> great, oh, great, John. Th- thanks, uh, John. So thanks. Yeah, so that had that. We can't talk about our favorite memories of the last year without talking about how Shane sleepwalked over me, uh, stopped <laughs> right at the corner next to my head, and just started peeing on the floor. And like I wasn't even, like, I didn't even <laughs> go to bed drunk. Like I don't know what it was. Like yes, you did. Gotta, there gotta, wasn't a, there wasn't a night where you didn't go to bed drunk. No, I no, I I, I there's 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 buzz, and then there's drunk, and there is a very solid line for Shane. The difference. But they I say that Buzz driving is drunk driving. Well, I, I was walking and apparently like Buzz sleeping, but I was nowhere near that line. I was nowhere near that line, and I don't know what the fuck happened. I think I, I think it was probably because of the Nyquil. Yeah, it was the Nyquil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, I need to go to bed. I'll wake up. I thought oh, somebody stole my shoes. <laughs> 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 no, but I don't think anybody stole your shoes. I think you left them somewhere. No, somebody stole one of my one of one of my loaf, loafers. One of my loafers vanished. The fuck is a loafer anyway? Like, Google it. Nah, it's all right. I don't care that much. It's just a shoe. God. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, games. Uh, Derek, you uh playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five. I have I I finally it came out about a week ago and I finally had an opportunity to start it uh, after I moved to a different city and got my PS4, mm-hmm. um, you know and it's it's interesting because I was really excited for it because you know I watched Tony and I watched the team at E3 and just the they sounded so passionate about the game and you know like they were like you know we un- we understand and we realize these mistakes that we'd made in the past. And we're looking to rectify them and, and, you know, bring the series back to its roots, which is why it's called, you know, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 and not Tony Hawk's Pro Pro Skater like 29 uh, or whatever. Um, Game came out last Tuesday. Uh, I was in Vancouver. My PlayStation was not. So I didn't have an opportunity to play it right away. But I, of course, started watching the 
<clears throat> early impressions videos and watching the or and then and then shortly afterwards reading the reviews which were almost all abysmal um which made me sad and cry and uh you know i was like now i have to review this game <laughs> and and i don't even want to look at it and anyways i started it the other day and i i, I i'm having fun uh <laughs> i'm having, having fun, fun with it which is something that after reading these a bit absolutely abysmal reviews i was not expecting at all um I've only played through the first level, so you know, I and 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 playing through the first level, I I mean, I've done every single goal of like of the first level to the three star level because you know that's the completionist in me when it comes to Tony Hawk games. I I'm having fun. I'm having fun right now. I don't know if that's going to last because I don't know how varied the goals are going to be when I get to the next level. But I feel like the base physics and the base mechanics are super solid and more solid that they've than they've been in any Tony Hawk game in years. Um, it is not a polished game whatsoever. The level, the levels look bad. The textures are bad. The cell shaded characters are okay, but the animations are not awesome. Um, the music is, the music's whatever. Like the music is, is that the music was a huge, huge part in the early Tony Hawk's game, Tony, Hawk, excuse me, Tony Hawk games. And, um, you know, to the point where I still have tracks from the first few games, like on my phone all the time, because I still listen to them like, you know, how many, however many years later, like however many years it's been super like the, the music here is whatever. It's just bland. I'm not, it's not memorable. I don't recognize any of it. I'm not looking forward to a song that comes up in the soundtrack, which is sad. Um, again, I've only played the first level, but level design of the first level seems fairly bland um not memorable whatsoever it's it's fine and there's combos and and gaps and it works okay but not overly memorable um there's a new mechanic that they added which is is called a slam um which took a little while to get used to but now i'm actually and and i've seen a lot of flack about this slam mechanic but i'm actually i actually quite like it it basically um if you're flying through the air, when you press, I, I'm playing on PlayStation, of course, but when you press the triangle button, uh, regardless of where you are, it'll actually like slam the character down to the ground, um, which is great because it means if you overshoot a jump or you're trying to get hit hit a rail, um, whereas if you were just flying through the air, you would miss it. You can slam down onto that rail and grind it. it took a while to get used to, but I'm actually really liking it right now. Um, so it's like making, it's almost like a ground pound you make it sound like, is that... Totally. Yes. Yeah, absolutely like that. And, and again, it's not realistic whatsoever, but the Tony Hawk games have never been or tried to be and and shouldn't be because, you know, as great as the EA skate series is, they're very, very different series. That's Um, that's one thing that that, that I think people are not giving it credit for is that it's not a realistic game. The games have never been good. I mean, they've been fun and we've dealt with their glitchiness, but they've never been perfect games. They've always had problems. And I mean, I, think- I mean, they're the problems in the early games, very limited. And, and I believe that a lot of them were probably hardware based. And, and the fact that, you know, you, they were on PS1 and you can't do a lot. But in in Tony Hawk 2, like but you even, skid even into on a like corner. The, even on like the even on like the GameCube versions, there were still sure. like a lot of problems. And it, it's just I, I, I firmly believe that all the hate this game is getting is all these nostalgic 90s kid neckbeards are looking at and i'm a nostalgic 90s kid without the neckbeard 
and I yeah. was super stoked for the game, read the reviews, became absolutely unstoked for the game, and then I was surprised with how much fun that I had in that first level. And, and, and uh, on last week's episode, I, I told Josh that I'm planning to... Uh, ah! Moth! Um, <laughs> <laughs> go away. Go away, friend. Um, <laughs> Venomoth? I, <laughs> I told Josh that I'm buying the game just to spite <laughs> all these fucking pretentious reviewers. Well, it's on, and it's and I... And my, I, I, I'm, I, I need to do a lot more. I need to play it a lot more before I write up my review for it, for sure. Um, but I've probably put about an hour, maybe just over an hour into that first level. And I'm having a lot of fun so far. I haven't actually seen a lot of the bugs and glitches that, um, that reviewers are saying plague the game. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think know, that the, they plague the game when you purposely go out to like, cause the glitches maybe and like the only like the main glitch like the only glitches that i've seen is have been like ones that have been present in present in every like tony hawk game that i've played whereas like if you hit like a corner weird you'll kind of like bug out in the corner until you get out of it and like like stuff like that which i mean honestly probably shouldn't be present in this you know 20th or whatever iteration of a game you know those 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 glitches were present in in the 90s but they shouldn't be in 2015 but they are it definitely feels like a game that was it it, it feels semi you know it feels rushed um and and that's probably largely because the tony hawk license was expiring unfortunately but the physics and and the I, I feel like the game they've they really pulled it back to its roots and again i've had i've had fun with it a couple things i like there's a lot of things i don't like but the gameplay is is it feels like classic tony hawk which is exactly what i was looking for i don't like that there's you know you select the mission that you want to do from a list um but there's also the free skate missions which are the things like the the secret tape and like the skate and the combo and stuff i don't like that those are in free skate i liked in the early games when there was that two minute time limit and you would do as many as you could and then restart and then, you know, do as many as you could and then restart. I don't like that they're within free skate now um, because you can just kind of just do them when you feel like it and free skate. There's, there's, there's no rush. There's no like, no. And I always like in the early games, I never, ever went to free skate. I thought free skate was lame. And this, uh, you know, the, the big thing that they're marketing with this game is this asynchronous multiplayer where you're in the world with 20 other people or whatever, and it kind of feels like it kind of feels like the city in destiny like like the what's the city called the citadel or that's half-life uh crucible the crew don't the tower the the tower is like the last city or whatever where there's a ton of people there just running around independently of you and you can't really interact or do anything with them they're like when you're in this free skate mode there's there's people skating around and like within the level um and then if you go into an actual mission, you're playing by yourself unless you've invited these people to your party. But there's no like there's no like chat. It doesn't seem like or anything like that, which I feel like for a game, you know, like, for instance, this asynchronous multiplayer. When I read about that, I imagine something like a need for speed rivals when there's a certain amount of you in within the city and the things that they're doing are affecting you as well. So if you start doing a mission there within that as well, and, and I'm not feeling that at all. Um, and I've been talking about this game for a really long time now, so I'm going to stop, but, uh, I'm really looking, I'm actually looking forward to jumping into it more. And I, I feel like, I, I, I feel like my expectations plummeted when I read all of these reviews and at this point, and again, my playtime has been limited and I've only played one level at this time. I feel like they've been unfair 
and I'm having way more fun with it than those reviews made it sound like I would. Yeah, I'm definitely um, going to be uh, picking the game up just because like, you, it's not going to be perfect, but you're still going to be having fun playing it. And and I've been having I I briefly play you know I've I played the series and absolutely loved the series like through the first Tony Hawk's Underground game. Mm-hmm. Tony Hawk's Underground Two came out. I loved the fact that they added in the classic campaign again, but these like the Underground campaign silly and awful, and I hated it. And then it was slowly went. You more hated and more. it. It did, Underground Two, yeah, yeah. I, it was. I too hated si- Underground One and Two's can't like story mode. I just I desperately wanted back the whole like do as much shit as you can in three minutes and i loved that and and i really missed that in underground but i really did enjoy the story because it was about this skater trying to become big and and it was cool and it was totally different for the time and i but i still of course i missed the two minute runs which they brought back in that campaign in the second one but then the story based campaign in the second one was awful uh in my opinion and then it got progressively worse from there i feel like it feels the game feel like the gameplay feels more solid so far than it has in any other you know in any of the games in years though they fucked the special system up completely the special system is now like once you've done a certain amount of tricks or or a, a good enough combo you just press the l1 button like like you guys have played the games right yeah so so previously for instance if you wanted to do a triple kickflip you'd like press right or left or whatever on the d-pad and press square three times and it would do like a triple kickflip right it doesn't really work like that anymore like you have to go into like you have to go into the special mode which you achieve by hitting l1 once you've gained enough like gained your special meter and then it changes all of your tricks into like special more special tricks which feels really weird it doesn't feel bad necessarily and had this been my first game in the series you obviously wouldn't even notice it but i'm used to this thing that was you know really classic and worked really well and you know it's kind of like an if it if it ain't broke why like don't fix it type thing like why did you change that when you didn't have to um but yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to jumping into it some more for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna be picking it up probably, probably not this weekend just because I got a bunch of shit going on. But it'll be uh, something I'm playing um, uh, for sure. Um, yeah, and I mean, I, I also feel like based on the reception that it's getting, it's also going to be a game that's going to drop in price extremely fast. So if you're not going to play it in the next few weeks, it's probably going to be on sale like on Black Friday or something like that, right? Yeah. Whoa, and whoa, that- whoa! The proper term is African American Friday. Okay. <laughs> I've also been playing uh, playing a little bit of this war of mine. That game is not fun. Nobody told <laughs> me that game wasn't f- like like you guys were like you have to play this game. It's so good. It's so interesting. It is not fun at all. Like I had to, I went to this house and the house, you know, like my dudes are like starving and tired. Was it, and wait, blah, was blah, it blah. the house with the elderly couple? Yeah, I fucking <laughs> killed them. <laughs> I was like, like literally they were like, oh, we don't have that much left, like blah, blah, blah. And then I can't remember what happened, but I killed the husband like in the basement. <clears throat> and then like, I was like, holy shit, like, like i'm like i just need this stuff or my people are gonna die and so i killed this elderly dude go upstairs the wife's like what did you do and i killed her too (laughs) and then i took all their stuff and then my people were okay for like a couple days like it wasn't even like significant like oh you're set for the rest of the war like it was like you can stay alive for a couple more days and then 
but my people were all super depressed from that point and then it ugh. and then like i turned it off and i haven't played since because i was like this is too depressing this is not it's, fun it's tough wait wait until you're like day 45 and you're sneaking into, like a bandit camp and you lose one of your guys that's and you're just like devastated like it's like i don't even want to play because it's like not a good time like it's just depressing which sucks because it's also super good <laughs> it's it's a really good game it's really good yeah um it's um yeah it's one of those that's all uh, that i mean that's all i have to say about it like i didn't get that much further because like everyone was sick and everyone was hungry and i'm like here's this food i stole from these old people like eat it and shut the fuck up because i don't <laughs> want to kill anyone else Ugh, it's awful Josh, what are you even playing? Something happier, I hope. Um, yeah, I was playing Skylanders, which <laughs> is... That's nothing, nothing real new there. Yeah, like, I was playing more of the 3DS version, which I was expecting. The, like, the 3DS and Wii version, I think we were talking about it last week, which hasn't gone up, but um, <laughs> it's like a, ra- it's a straight racing game, whereas the main game is still, like, kind of like a dungeon-crawling beat-em-up but they added like driving and racing elements and modes to the to that game to implement the new vehicles in but i went into the 3ds and the wii version expecting it to kind of be like a half-assed tie-in just as an excuse to make a 3ds version but it's actually a really so far at least a well done um content heavy racing game and it has like a lot of outside of just racing there's a lot of different challenges where you have to do like you know the typical kind of things where you have to do a certain amount of tricks in a certain amount of time to get points or you have to run over a certain amount of enemies within a time limit and just all these different kinds of things that give it a lot more depth and content than i would have expected and just the gameplay mechanics as their own work really well just as like a standalone racing game like it has similarities in mario kart it's obvious that they were you know, going looking at that for inspiration, and honestly, they, why wouldn't they? Because it's one of the you know most popular racing games, if not the most popular racing game on the market. But um, the only like real complaint I have about it is how similar it is to the um, to the racing mode in the console version. And the only reason why I see that as kind of a negative is that it almost feels like they could have just stuck the content from the 3DS version in the main game. And just have them both as one game, whereas the way it is now, the like console version, like the main console versions, like PS4, Xbox One, Wii U, they mm-hmm. they have like their racing mode has maybe like eight or ten tracks, whereas this one has just like a, like I said, a variety of um, events and that kind of thing that you can play. But the mechanics and the weapons and the vehicles are all exactly the same as the console counterpart. So it's like they could have honestly been like one game. And it does kind of feel like they split one game into two as an excuse to sell the racing portion separately. Oh, absolutely! From the... It's Activision. Yeah, they 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 sold Tony Hawk Five. <laughs> no, but I mean, the only reason why it was kind of surprising is usually with Skylanders, the 3DS version will be made by like a side team, and will be completely different from the main game. So this time, it's just like an expanded version of a side mode from the main game, and it's developed. If I remember correctly, the core version of the, like, the core content of the game is developed by Vicarious Visions, which are probably the developers that make the best, they're kind of like on a Call of Duty cycle. So it's like, originally Vicarious Visions was the B team, 
and they made the first DS Skylanders game. And then it was, and then the, um, the team that developed the toys made the, like, developed the console game. And then, like, halfway through, they switched places where it's like Vicarious Visions is the one who are making what people consider the good games. And then the games in between development cycles are made by the other team. But this one, mm-hmm. like, both the handheld version and the console version were made by Vicarious Visions, which did the core game. And then Beanox, who worked on like some of the spider more recent Spider-Man games, which were really good until Activision started forcing them to rush them out. But um, I believe <laughs> what a surprise. Yeah, so I believe Activision forcing to rush something out, right? But yeah, I believe they developed the, like the driving mechanics, and then so it's like both like the core team that made up the game worked on both. So it's like they both have a higher level of quality that is usually sacrificed between versions, but. Like I said, they're so similar that it doesn't feel like they needed to be two separate games. Hmm. Yeah, it, it sounds like it's just a cash grab. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what all the Toys to Life <laughs> stuff is. Which, speaking of oh. which, they announced a new Captain America today for Disney Infinity. Uh, and he looks, get it? Yes, because he looks fucking awesome. <laughs> Talk about coming uh. on figurines. <laughs> um... Anything else you've been playing quickly? Uh, no, that's about it. I was playing yeah. Amnesia some more and trying to see if any of the other storylines involved me potentially getting raped, but I haven't got that far yet. Jesus Christ, Josh. Um, I've um, been playing some, some new shit. New shit! New shit! I'm going to start off with some old shit, though. Uh, Counter-Strike Go. Uh, I started playing some Hunger Game mods. Um, uh... I'm not sure how I feel about it. They're basically everybody starts out in the center, and you take naked pictures of yourself. <laughs> um, no, um, you, well, maybe, yeah. I mean, you could put a dick pic as you're Anyway, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> everybody starts in the middle, and like you could either like run to the center to get a crate with a weapon, or like run out into the wilderness. Um, and then eventually, you 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 find crates. You pick up weapons. You have to find food and water. Um, I don't know what the the actual hunger and, and dehydration does to your aim. Um, and then you can find armor, and um, you know you start killing people. And as the round goes on, um, then players will start to ping. So like uh, they'll make like a loud beeping noise, and like a red circle will emanate from them. So you'll be able to see everybody on the map. Uh, it was it was fun it took it took a long time cuz there was like a betting mechanic in there so people were uh would have these tokens and these credits that um gave them kind of an edge to like buy extra health um so people would play what i would feel like was way too um way too timidly and like too too conservatively for a game like that just cuz there was this like well man if i if i take this risk and i die I'm going to lose these extra credits. It's like, but if that wasn't there, I feel like there would be more action to the game. It would be less like people waiting around looking for sniper rifles to just like, like pick each other off. Uh, but it was, it was still fun that the little bit I played, but played the metal gear online, um, uh, update for metal gear solid five. And it was, it was in a very interesting, very interesting day. Um, it was supposed to come up midnight Alaska time. And I had uh, I had just woken up because I've been sick. Excuse uh, me. because uh, I, I had been really sick, so I've been sleeping all day. So I'd like just woke up, and I 
I was like, oh, Taste Tuesday, like MGO is supposed to come out. Check check the the update time. It was supposed to come out midnight our time. It didn't. Then I checked Twitter and apparently Konami was having issues with the server and it was supposed to come out at two. Okay. It it didn't. 3 a.m. rolls around and I go to the subreddit and people are like, oh yeah, you know, I got it on Xbox. You know, I saw the I saw the download here, I saw the download there. Like, you know, it's you know, it's coming, it's coming. Well, around 5 a.m. I'm like, okay, it's still not here. I'm still doing FOB missions. What's going on? And uh, I check uh, Sony's Twitter, and Sony's official Twitter literally said, oh, uh, PlayStation users want to play Metal Gear Online? We forgot to put the file up. RB. Eh, like, like, our bad. <laughs> it's like, w- like, we didn't realize you guys wanted to play too. It's like, what the whole, what? So they, they forgot to push the file out. So, um, and it was their Tuesday, like store update, like their weekly store update when like the, the free games were coming out. So they just waited till 10 AM to push it out. And I had been up all night, like, like just waiting and waiting and waiting. Um, it's, it's a blast. There's, uh, some issues with lag where, um, uh, the host has, uh, it's all peer to peer. So the host has an advantage against everybody else, but if uh, there's been plenty of times where I've I've shot somebody and I've seen their character fall down and die, but then they get up and they shoot me and kill me and then fall right back down. Hmm. So <laughs> so and I've also seen like I, I go to CQC somebody and like the animation works, but then they like teleport like six feet away from me and then CQC me and put me in a headlock. So there's there's some there's some weirdness. Um, uh, you you have to play the objective. A lot of people are just trying to play it like team deathmatch, where it's like run to the center and shoot. Like no, you got to play the objectives. I've been playing a lot of the um, like the ca- uh, command point ones where you have to capture the points. Uh, it's it's a blast. It is not fun alone. Play it with some friends um, because if you have a little squad like working together, um, at least two people. Um, Otherwise, it is it is it is not fun. I really hope they fix the lag issue because there's been a lot of times where it's been really really cheap. And it's like, okay, I've no, I know that I've shot the shit out of that guy. Um, it's just not. Um, it, it, he just didn't die. Um, but like you know, the, all the wackiness from uh, Metal Gear is there. Like you can set like traps, for, like little like puppies, like little plushies of puppies. So me and my friend would like set them around corners and people would like run out, out through these doors and their character would be like, Oh, a puppy. And we'd go up and we'd just be like, ah, and then like strangle the guy <laughs> and, and slit his throat. Um, it's, um, it's, it's, it's really fun. It's really fun. Um, the, the progression, like the leveling up, um, seems fair. Uh, and it, it was a blast. Like when you were describing the mission mode where, but everyone's just trying to kill each other instead. It reminds me, and I don't know if you've experienced this yet, Derek, since you started playing more recently, but that's how, like, most matches of Splatoon feel sometimes. It's oh, like yeah. You're supposed to be focusing on, you know, painting the environment and the ground and um, taking out opponents as, like, secondary, but I've had people, like, chase me and hunt me. Yeah, so, I definitely felt that at some points, too. Yeah, and I kind of just, I don't care. Like, I try to lead them away as long as possible until they kill me. And I'm like, cool, while you were chasing me, my team was covering your base. So whatever. <laughs> Innuendos. Um, Get all it, up in that splat fest. Yeah. Um, it's it's really fun. I say if you have Metal Gear Solid 5, play it. Um, but try to play it with friends. 
Uh, it's definitely uh, benefits from playing with friends. Um, the other game I'm playing is today, the Star Wars Battlefront beta came out. I preloaded it on my PC, played a few rounds on my PC, and then my buddy got on and we were playing on the PS4. We played that all day. And uh, it's not perfect. There's some, uh, I feel like some of the like interactions, like when you get into a shootout with somebody, um, that there might be some of the net code issues that play Battlefield 3 and Battlefield 4. Um, uh, Shouldn't those be figured out by now? Exactly, exactly. They, they should be figured out, but I feel, I feel like maybe just because it was a beta, they're still like trying to implement uh, what they've learned from previous games, but I feel like some of the interactions are really cheap and in, in firefights where I should have won um, I, and I'm not, it just, it just, it feels cheap. Um, but they have, they have three game types, uh, one, uh, co-op and then two multiplayer. The co-op one, um, was the one from the, um, uh, I would say the, uh, the one from Gamescom where you're two, uh, rebel fighters, uh, defending, uh, from, uh, some stormtroopers attacking you on Tatooine and you're waiting for evac. Um, it's fun, but they don't let you in the beta. They don't let you play on anything higher than the normal difficulty. Uh, so we played it once, and we're like, okay, um, that's 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 done. Was that pretty uh, much the one that's like horde mode? Yeah, yeah, it's like horde mode, and and the game is gorgeous. Um, on on my PS4, running at sixty frames a second, it is beautiful. Uh, I was having some issues on the PC just because my monitor um, has a really shitty refresh rate and a really like odd. Um, uh, aspect ratio at 1680 by 1050. So games, it, 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 there's, I get a lot of horizontal tearing on this monitor. So I imagine if I had a better monitor, like one of the BenQ, like counter shake monitors, the 144 Hertz monitors, I would, um, uh, I would have a better experience. Um, the, the other multiplayer game type is one where, uh, two teams are of eight are running around trying to capture escape, uh, uh, escape pods, uh, on this like weird, like desolate planet um and it's really it, you can really get a sense of scale of this game is when you see like ships uh up in the sky like having a like a sky battle and you're down on the ground it it, it, it you really feel the, the scale of uh um the vehicles in this game but the main fair the main attraction is the hoth battle and we play that for fucking hours and it is on either side it is a blast to play um Basically, what it is is there's two uh, AT-AT walkers that are constantly walking towards the shield generators. Um, the uh, there's three phases. Uh, in each phase, there's two uh, like little command points, little radio towers. The rebels have to go and capture these command points, and when they capture them, like a little timer goes down. And every time the timer goes down, that counts for one Y-wing that is going to attack the AT-ATs. So, so there's, there's uh, a set uh, amount of time in each phase. So when the phase is over, however many uh, Y-Wings you have racked up, that is how many are going to attack the AT-ATs. Um, so <clears throat> if the, the Imperials are really, really good and keep you from attacking, uh, from capturing those points, or if you capture them and they uh, uh, disable them before the timer's up, you could get no Y-Wings in that first phase. And that means um, at the end of the phase, Y-Wings will come in and they'll bomb the ADATs with their ion bombs, which 
drops their shields, which means now you can damage the the uh, the ATATs. And there's three phases. In each phase, um, <clears throat> uh, the first phase is just outside the hangar. Uh, the second phase is there's one in the hangar and one just outside the hangar again, and then the other one is in the big field leading up to the um, the the shield generator. So you can um, uh, uh, you can seriously if you have a really good run and get like uh, like eight or nine Y wings, you could bring. I remember we brought one of the uh, AT down to thirty percent health in the first phase, which is a lot, which is which is which was crazy. Um, uh, there's uh, little tokens that are that are floating around the battlefield that'll give you um, like uh, proximity vines or like re- uh, really powerful grenades, or you can get into uh, chicken walkers, the ATSTs, or you can get into X wings and Tie fighters. Um, uh, they have A wings, they have Tie interceptors, and they have speeders. Uh, so there's all these different vehicles you can get in. Uh, it's it's super gorgeous. The um, the when you're coming in and out of the hangar. Um, it takes a second for your character's eyes to adjust. So there's there's a real there's a real advantage for the second phase where you're defending a command point that's in the hangar when the Imperials trying to get in and shut it off. Like they're they're blind for a half a second up to a second getting into the hangar. So if you set up d- defensive positions really well, you can keep keep them from getting in. Um, there's a uh, um, uh, like hero. Uh, tokens that show up and you can either be Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader and I remember the first time I got Luke Skywalker and I went on this fucking killing spree out in the field in the third phase and I was I had a huge smile on my face and I was like that's worth the price of admission right there like that that was that was it it was it was amazing just you uh, you have force jumps you have force dashes force pushes like lightsaber throws you're just like r- zipping across this this frozen field like going up and just chopping stormtroopers apart it it is it was so satisfying it was so satisfying um and uh, i um when um Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker clash they'll actually like have dialogue back and forth and they'll have like a special like it um they'll have different animations for fighting each other so um, you could tell that Dice put a um, a lot of effort into it, and uh, one one of like the like only in battlefield like battlefront moments that we had was we were we were uh, playing as the uh, the rebels and we were in the last phase and it looked like we were going to lose, and I'm in a speeder and the shields go down and I'm I go flying at one of the ads to to shoot it and I realize uh, a prompt comes up to make me fire the harpoons and I'm like holy shit you can trip them so I fire the harpoons and uh, like a little mini game happens where you have to keep um the right stick to keep the, your icon in a, a a bubble they get smaller and smaller and smaller but this full full health ad ad went down and we won the round because we just I cuz I I tripped him up and he went down so yeah, uh, it could seem like the the Imperials are winning, but you get somebody really good in a speeder or really lucky in a speeder like me. I feel like I was just really lucky. They can <clears throat> they could totally win win the match. Um, but uh, it's uh, the leveling system is interesting. You you level up, which gives you access to more unlocks, but you have to spend money that you earn on the unlock. So it's kind of a combination of Battlefield Four and Battlefield Hardline, where you're spending money. And like getting uh, upgrades, the beta only that limits you to level five, but you can still continue to upgrade your guns and stuff. But do you, uh, do you feel like there's much 
depth to it. One of the main things I've been reading online is that it's absolutely gorgeous and it's and it's fun, but it's like really really shallow. Um, I feel like <clears throat> I feel like that. Um, I I agree with that statement. The beta it feels shallow just because you're not um they're not le- <clears throat> they're not letting you level past five. The um you have a um like a a card system where you unlock and you can buy these cards. Now the cards consist of giving your character thermal detonators. Um, so like every nine seconds you can throw a grenade. Um, one of them was a called a cycle rifle, which is a rifle that shoots a projectile and not a laser. And it's like a sniper rifle. Uh, and that is every nine seconds. And then you can get like special upgrades where you can overcharge your main weapon to shoot ion blast instead of laser blast. Or you can, um, uh, what was some of the other ones? There was someone like um, like a, a sharpshooter card that kind of gives you kill streaks. So every time you get a certain number of kills, uh, you get to the next level, and that reduces the cooldown of your items. So I, I don't think uh, it's shallow in the sense that you're not going to customize your loadout like you can in battle Battlefield. Where like, okay, here's my rifle. I'm going to put this scope on here. I'm going to put this handle on here. I'm going to put this stock on here. Give it this camo. Here's my pistol. I'm going to give it this barrel mod. I'm going to give it this suppressor. Um, I'm going to pick this gadget, this gadget, and this gadget. Um, And um, uh, this is going to be my specialization. It's, it's, it's not going to be like that. Um, You are going to get like character customizations, but um, that's not uh, available in the beta. Um, And each uh, you get four weapons, um, uh, four rifles that you have access to, uh, and then all the cards. Uh, and there's gonna there's gonna be more, but I can see how um people could say see it shallow. Um, and frankly, I don't know how you could make a Star Wars like a Battlefront game more in depth because it's always been about pre built classes. And in this one, um, uh, like it, it's. Everything feels really uh, homogenous, but you just build different loadouts. So you can have a loadout where you have the the sniper rifle card and you have the sharpshooter mod, uh, or you can have another one where you have grenades, but you have a jump pack and you have the machine pistol, so you can like jump into the trenches and and mm. shoot people um, with like a uh, a squad shield. So you can you can set your character up for different um, um, for different scenarios. But uh, at least in the Hoth battle, it felt really, really accurate to the movie. Where in the movie, it was just two or three different outfits on just a bunch of different people. And they were just fighting in the snow. And it felt it felt really, really, really cinematic. The sound design was great. When you're in a bubble shield getting shot by enemies, it makes a really satisfying like, like thud noise. Um, the explosions don't feel real. Um, they feel the, the they don't they don't feel realistic. They feel like they're out of a sci-fi movie, or they just they just feel fake. Um, and <clears throat> granted, it is a sci-fi movie, but combustion and fire and oxygen and all that good stuff still operates the same. So I feel like they could have made them feel a little bit more real. So like when a Tie Fighter crashes inside of a mountain, it just it, it doesn't feel organic. Um, that was my biggest gripe with it so far. Um, besides like weird stuttering on the PC, but, um, I, this might be a day one purchase for me, not a pre-order. I ain't going to pre-order it, but it's gonna be a day one purchase. And 
I'm gonna be getting it on the PS4 and the PC. It's if gonna be a two for at Best Buy. You'll get ten dollars off. Get the get the fuck out of here with your Best Buy pre-orders. I ain't doing it. I ain't sinking to your level. <laughs> level of people who have extra money to buy I more. I feel games. like the amount that we talk about Best Buy, they should be a sponsor, right? Yeah, be- Best Buy. Send me a Vita. Send me a Vita. So, um, yeah, um, uh, Derek, you should download it on the PS4 and play it with me. Yeah, probably not. Uh, I would. I mean, I totally would, but it's running until Sunday. Is that correct? Uh, it's for four days. Yeah, so, so that would be <laughs> Sunday. I tomorrow I'm at work, and then Saturday I'm headed back to Vancouver Island uh, to have Thanksgiving, and then so it'll be over by the time I come back. Just saying, you can pl- you can probably find some time tomorrow to play with me. No, I have to go to work. Yeah, and, well, from and, when to when? Uh, from when to when? From when to when? I work from three to ten, and I also have to write for that website called Geekscape.net. I don't know if you've heard of it. You you can you can take a day off. You can take a day off and play Star Wars with me. No, I can't because then nothing will go up. Shame. Yeah. yeah. All right, and uh, that was uh, our one year anniversary episode. Uh, any any footnotes? Anything you guys would like to add? Um, it's been it's been a blast, it and has. I uh, a very inconsistent blast. <laughs> Then that, that's like that's our goal for year two, and by year two I mean this week is to get more consistent. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, I just like it's it's just cool. Like, you know, obviously we've we've been here for a year. We're still we're still fairly small, but are growing, and it's always nice to see like those SoundCloud numbers go up and everything like that. And I mean, the big thing is if you like the show, share it with a friend. Because uh, that's how we spread and that's how people find out about us. And we're the number one ranked video game podcast on Ranker. So that's <laughs> pretty we? cool. Did that have any, yeah, totally. Did that have anything to do with how half of Ranker used to be with Geekscape? It might, but it might not. We'll take it. Well, so we'll take it. We are the number one podcast on Ranker uh, for the best video game podcast. Number one. Holy shit. That's awesome. We beat the Giant Bomb podcast. Wow. <laughs> that at IGN. Holy shit. We should there make a, we should make a little banner to put that as like our Twitter cover photo or something <laughs> Totally. Like the Joystick podcast? I don't think joy, it, Joystick's not around anymore, are they? Joystick is not around anymore. <laughs> We're better unfortunately, than Joystick. Because, <laughs> we unfortunately, because I really did like I really liked Joystick. Yeah, they were they were good. They were almost as good. I was really scared. sad when they got shut down. I didn't know. Hey, I didn't even know they got shut down. We're better than the patch. So advertisers, let hey, it know. Casper. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was it. Level forty nine. It was um. It was a. Uh, it was good. It was good. So um, as always, you can find us on Geekscape dot net. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Geekscape Games. You can find me um. If you want to play uh, B- Battlefront with me, I'm on the PS4 as SS Jaken. I am on Origins on PC as SS Jaken. I'm on Twitter at Shane O'Hare. I am at D Cranavelt all across the board, except for PlayStation and uh, Wii U and Steam, uh, where I'm Captain K17. But I haven't logged into Steam for like eight months, so don't add me there. And I'm at Inu Joshua across the board as well. And then I just wanted to close out by saying. I've had a blast sharing this show with you guys. 
you know, being able to get together and talk about all the stupid crap we talk about every week for the last... All them criminal girls. Yeah, and it's just been great being able to share all these weird, fucked up games that I've been getting with you guys. So hopefully I'll be getting more for the next year. And, and I, I enjoy listening to you talk to, talk about those fucked up games. Yeah, and then we can keep giving people reasons to think that we're pedophiles, so... Yeah, well, least, they're of age criminals. At least no, you two. Hey. Well, hey. I mean, I'm not just talking about criminal girls, though. <laughs> I do eat at Subway a lot. What does that even mean? Pedophiles. All right, bye, everybody. Bye. Why is there pedophiles at Subway? <laughs>